Good morning. This is AB and this is the Talk About God podcast. And I'm going to be honest with you. This deep dive dig on Revelation that I have been doing has been a lot. <laughs> Let me put it that way. It's been a lot in all of the best ways. Um, I'm learning a lot about how important symbolism is and that it is not just in the book of Revelation, but also Ezekiel and Daniel books that I kind of muddled my way through without fully understanding. So it just goes to show me how complicated, right? Just incredibly complex the Bible is as a whole. But the thing I love about it is Revelation proves itself. It is one of the books that genuinely gives you a history to prove itself and then says, now that you trust me, here's what's to come. And I find comfort in that. It lets me know, um, of course, that God's in control that his plan will happen. Um, and then, of course, if you read it without any anything, you read it and you're terrified because God's plan will happen. And what appears to be God's plan is terrifying. Um, you know, it's one of those, like, I'm ready for Jesus to come back, but I really don't want to live through tribulation kind of stuff like that whole apocalyptic end time stuff is just mm, that's I don't think that's for me <laughs> I'm not mm, I don't know about anybody else but I'm not overwhelmingly interested in that um I will say with the amount of symbolism it really makes me think excuse me think about um was it it was Joseph if memory serves, who, yeah, his coat of many colors, and he got out of prison by interpreting dreams for Pharaoh, a dream specifically. Um, he interpreted dreams for the cupbearer and the bread maker, and they, one of them finally remembers him a couple of years later when Pharaoh has a dream. And it just goes to show you that God really does speak in symbols. Um, the dreams that Joseph interpreted were confusing to me at best and how he got what he got out of it from what he was given was just mind-blowing but of course it was a God thing so it makes sense he didn't get it God is the one who um got it the same with Daniel I believe I believe Daniel interprets dreams for the king of his day as well. Anyway, it just, again, reaffirms for me how just how clearly God does speak in these little symbolistic riddles and that in scripture it's not meant to confuse us. We're meant to read the whole thing. We're meant 
to read the whole Bible in its entirety because it has everything we need to decode what he's saying. He's not the God of chaos. Um, and he was kind enough to, to tell us there's not a whole lot really that we should assume if we are digging into what he has already provided properly, which I find to be amazing. It allows me to know that like if somebody comes to me and tells me, Hey, this is what this means. I want to know, how did you figure that out? And if somebody can go back and point out different points in scripture, um, that clearly deal with this and clearly lay out X, Y, and Z and explain that I'm wholeheartedly on board with that. Um, the one thing I will say that this book, right? Revelation makes me think of, of course, is what it makes every one of us think of is the end of the world, right? What happens at the end? And funny enough, I think every Christian looks forward. We all say that we look forward to Christ's return, right? That's supposed to be what keeps us going. That's what gives us joy, knowing that he's coming back for us. But I was kind of curious, maybe it's just a thought that I have, and maybe I'm alone in this, but how many of us live, like really live, like he's coming back, like at any moment he could just show up, you know, like I can't help but think about the things that I know I wouldn't want him to catch me doing, right? We all have, I don't know, maybe a show that we know we have no business watching. Um, or, you know, just the windows that we open for the enemy, the, the drink we can't seem to walk away from, the, I don't know, lure of time out with friends instead of pouring into our kids, the argumentative side of us where we've, we're determined that we've got to always be right even though sometimes a kinder thing is just to let somebody else be wrong. I just can't help but wonder how different could the world be if we did actively live legitimately like he's coming back at any moment. Would we treat anyone differently? Would we make any different choices? I don't know. I would. Let me put it that way. If I lived out that thought to its fullest, I feel like I would make some different choices. I feel like I would, ooh, here's a fun one. I would worry less. I really think I would. I think I would rely on, not really rely, I would take that knowledge that I have, that he is a good God, that he is loving, that he is for me and not against me. And that as long as I am in his will, he will be there supporting me in it. And I would walk that out in a real way without fear or worry of failure. 
I would um, not stress about money knowing that if he clothes the flowers and cares for the sparrows, then he said that I'm worth more to him than that and I would trust him in that. I... As much as I like to think I'm really kind, I think that I might be kinder. Right? I might exit my comfort zone that much more. And to be honest, all of that is very interesting to me to think about. And it's all things that I should already be doing. Not things that I should be waiting for. Um, Definitely not something to put off. And at the same time, I know without a doubt, it's not things that I can accomplish by myself. As in, I'm not naturally social. I'm kind. I'm just not naturally social, which being social is associated in our culture with being kind. You can't be quiet and kind, apparently. Um, so I would, I need his help in that. I worry too much, specifically about finances. And this is really a season in my life where he is He's working on me there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being, I'm being, uh, what is it like the, the potter that reforms? He takes the broken clay and turns it into something new. I am definitely being refashioned, I feel, in this, this particular season of life, which is just, nerve-wracking and amazing and I don't know it's crazy we are so close to being home that literally we're within days and it's just uh, it's overwhelming because I know it's real I know it but it doesn't feel real right and I know feelings lie and I feel like I am gonna be so pressed at the last minute to get there like it's just gonna be this whirlwind of craziness and I don't know at the same time I just I can't wait I'm impatient and uh, it's a lot and then all of the dreams I have for that land and the regeneration of it and the restoring it and seeing what God created take back over from what we have done to it as you know humans and that's not to say that I am knocking any farmer at all I am so thankful beyond thankful for the people who feed me and uh at the same time, I'm looking forward to joining them in a very different way. 
in a way that, I don't know, I feel it's been proven that it can be done, but a lot of people still think it can't. So it's interesting. And it's interesting the way the Lord is educating me in this season. Um, when I am open to it, right? And again, like if I just acknowledge that he's he's coming. He's coming soon. And I'm not talking like resurrected bodies kind of coming I'm talking the rapture take me out of here let all the rest of this work itself out type of coming but he's not done yet like I don't I don't know I take comfort in knowing that he leaves us here now not for us to suffer as a church but for us to save others, you know, if you know, (laughs) if you know what's going to happen, if you know how awful tribulation is going to be, if you know what hell is like, if you know, and you know a good God, the good God who saves, why, why are we not sharing that news? I just, I don't get it. And don't get me wrong. Please do not think that I'm that person that just walks up to somebody on the street and starts asking them if they know Jesus. That's not me. But I try to make it obvious that I am his child. Now, obvious and being holier than thou, two different things. So let me explain. I do not preach as a general rule, except for on this. And in all fairness, <laughs> you have the ability to walk away at any moment. I would not be offended. But, and I'm not like a preacher, so please don't think that either. I'm not a theologian. I'm just a girl who really loves God's word and him and wants to share this insane journey that he's had me on for years. Um, but I think that much like Christ, we should be showing and not telling. We should be the weirdos running around with smuggles on our faces and everybody wonders why we're happy. We should, if we dare to put that cross around our neck, be that person who's different Be that person who does not cuss. Be that person who talks the talk and walks the walk. Not to say that we don't slip up. Not to say that we never fail. But when we do, we're the ones who are first to eat our crow and repent and acknowledge that we're wrong. That is different in this world. Not being quick to blame someone else for our shortcomings, but being very quick to eat our crow and move on um the ones who would rather spend every weekend with their kids knowing how short-lived that time is that's different being willing to pour into our children um 
protecting them. And I mean fiercely protecting them. Whether that be, I don't know, just being all in. I mean, even homeschooling, I mean, that is huge. I know that it's not a only Christian thing that even, you know, non-Christians do it, but not to put them in this bubble and remove them from the world and all of these things, but to really pour into them while they're young, you know, all these adults that are now walking around with insane issues because their parents didn't love them enough or didn't speak into them enough or didn't teach them enough and all of these things like we're supposed to stop that like we are not that is not supposed to be our home that's not to say that a christian kid can't grow up and like you know pull a prodigal child and go off the rails i mean you imagine how um embarrassed that Jewish father was for his son to go and oh my goodness run amok like he did which it's not about your embarrassment so just get that out of your mind anyway our kids are not necessarily I mean they're a reflection of us because the world says that they are but at the end of the day like you have to do your best and I don't know that everyone is of the mindset where they're really thinking about the consequences of their decisions as adults towards their children as parents. I mean, it's pretty clear they're not, but, um, I don't know. I, I decided long ago that I was going to be intentional in that relationship. Very, very intentional because when my son grows, I don't want to lose a son. I don't want to lose him. And so it's been very important to me all of his life. And I don't know. I think we're just, we're meant to look different. And different is not bad. Although this day and age, I feel like it's, it's, all a matter of what kind of different you are, right? Difference glorified as long as it's this brand of different. If it's any other, then you are a bigot and you are all of these hateful things because your different looks different, <laughs> oddly enough. Um, but anyway, that I think should sum up my rant, Blake for this fine morning I pray as always that you get in the word I can't express enough how important all of it is I can genuinely say for the first time in my life I have read all of it and it is one giant puzzle as a whole and if you don't read all of it you are never going to understand any of it it's not a buffet. It is not um, something you can bend and mold into what you want it to be. You have to take it in all of it as it was intended in order to fully grasp what it is God's doing here. 
And when you do, let me encourage you, when you do, the amount of hope that you have is amazing. I can say with sincerity, I'm going to make a genuine effort to live like he's coming back at any moment because that's exciting. How many of us get, especially in this season, around the holidays is always hard in my household. And how many of us get disheartened? How many of us get let down? How many of us lose hope? And to know that this is not the end, that he could come back at any minute and he is coming back for me, man. I know that this is not my home. I get to go somewhere so much better and be with him. And that, that's everything. So even if I struggle with financial hardship, he's never going to let me be completely ruined. And my idea of ruined and his idea of ruined are two different things. And so I think that acknowledging that no matter what, he's got me just like he had Joseph and guess what Joseph sat in prison for many years Joseph was a slave did it make him any less favored by God no his circumstances here sucked yes at times and God did restore him and I am looking forward to the day that we are all restored so anyway I thank you for sticking it out with me And as always, please, 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 please get in the word. God bless.